So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. I got a little something to say about these Sports Kita Year End Awards. And it's not going to be pretty for the other people doing award shows. Because all these other polls are fixed. They are all homers. Whoever is leading the polls are leading them in a certain direction. There was no trying to convince me one way or another. This was a straight poll. I know a lot of people from Russo's brand. A lot of people were involved in this poll. A lot of great former wrestlers. And I know they were honest to the T. Nobody tried to sway anybody in any way. So I give credit to Sports Kita for having the first ever legitimate, let me say that again, legitimate year-end awards. Congratulations to you, Sports Kita. Brock Lesnar is known for suplexing human beings through the mat, and now he's doing some hilarious things with Pat McAfee and also revealing more about his relationship with WWE's head honcho, Vince McMahon, than he's ever really revealed before. Plus, he has something to say to the younger wrestling talent in the world that some of you may not like. WWE's relationship with NBC Universal and the streaming service Peacock may be expanding in a huge way and may make your experience with Peacock a lot more enjoyable. We'll get to that. Plus... Chris Jericho, his contract with All Elite Wrestling is coming up soon, and he's already playing with the internet about it. Let's get into all of it on today's Sports Key to Wrestling, top story of the day. You share that link or you stink. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, 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 watch out. I did a fourth watch out for him. We should make that t-shirt. It's got to be a reality. I am Kev Callum. That is Jose G down in Florida in a state shaped like a certain part of the male anatomy that I will not mention. And over there in Nebraska, if he asks you, that is Jeremy Bennett. I am Kev Callum. We got a lot to get into. It is WrestleMania season. I don't know if you saw the Super Bowl ad last night. What did you guys think of the Super Bowl last night? I <clears throat> I kind of fell asleep uh, like in between <laughs> in the last in the last quarter, okay. uh, but then I saw the last play where the uh, where the Rams got the, the the lead, and I was like, "All right, this is this is done. This is over with." So <laughs> it was an interesting uh, game up until like the last three minutes, right, Jeremy? Good game, great halftime show. Uh, commercials were pretty subpar, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was. The show was awesome. I don't I'm get so why ruled. everybody's just 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 bagging on Fifty Cent. He didn't look that bad. You look great. Who, how, mean, many, how many? Uh, how many? Like forty plus year old dudes are gonna hang like that and rap yeah, and time? He ain't, yeah. he ain't gonna look like uh, his debut album at 40, 48. So 
Uh, shout out to the people that are with us. If you're with us for the first time, yes, you can comment and get on screen. If you're watching On Demand or listening to the podcast On Demand, thank you so much. Once again, keeping us on the podcast charts, the Apple Wrestling Charts. In well over seven different countries. We're very, very thankful for that. Thank you guys so much. Reminder as well, vote in the Sports Kid Wrestling Awards. Uh, They're still going. Uh, over 11,000 votes, I understand, have been cast already. Big experts. You already saw Vince Russo, bro, talking bro. about it. DDP, RVD, Renee Paquette, Booker T. A parade of stars are all putting their votes out on our website. You can watch the individual interviews with all of them. And they'll do, those will be dropping in the, the weeks ahead here. And we'll kind of, I think we're looking at mid-March. So you, you have weeks to do this, but get your vote in. Once your vote's in, it's in. But tell your friends, this is going to be the biggest wrestling award show in all of wrestling. So be a part from, of it. From the biggest wrestling website on earth. There you go. Let's there we go. That's wrestling. the hot tag. That's the hot tag. Bro. Let's get right into it. Enough teasing and let's do some pleasing here. Brock Lesnar. Let's Whoa. do some Brock Lesnar chat here. Brock Lesnar is still one of the biggest wrestling stars in the business. He will be in the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. He is reportedly set for a major match at WrestleMania uh, and is still one of the biggest draws in the business. He had a lot to say on a very candid interview, as you need to be when you're on air with the voice of SmackDown. I'm talking about Pat McAfee. SmackDown! Thank you. Uh, Pat was on there, and we got to admit, there's what happened with Brock? Since this 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 most recent Thanks. tenure, Brock did did he just collect himself? Did all that internalized anxiety of the guy who's super mad and doesn't want to be around other human beings and built a, a a compound for himself in the wilderness of Saskatchewan, Canada? This guy comes back and now suddenly he has personality. He doesn't mind this people coming on his land. He's building butcher shops. He's telling people how to run oh, his God, farm. So good. Uh, and he so has good. his personality now. And then he does this interview here with Pat, which I think is very revealing. <laughs> He reveals that he has a father-son-like relationship with Vince, even though they've gone to war in a courtroom before. Uh, and he left WWE and did other things and all this different stuff. Reveal it certainly seemed like he was closer to Vince, as he should be, having a business relationship than he is Dana. He's not doing stuff with UFC at the moment. Uh, but then I like this quote. And this was compelling. And this is compelling. And I think it, it aggravated some people I saw. Specifically, maybe some younger wrestling fans didn't like hearing this. I don't know if younger wrestlers didn't like hearing it. Uh, but this this quote was kind of compelling when he kind of called out. Uh, I wouldn't say he called out the locker room, uh, but he had something to say about new wrestlers who've come along and why is he still at the top and why are other people not in his position? And he uh, as he's he's one of one, as Pat McAfee called him. What do, you, what do you think of this quote here that he said? I think this was awesome, dude. First of all, uh, he revealed a lot of stuff in this interview. This interview was awesome. I, I checked it out right before we went live. And uh, just like you said, very revealing. But I think a part of it, too, now that now that because Brock is older, he's been in the fight game, he's been cha world champion in, an, in the cage, he's been world champion in WWE, um, he, he has a sense on what he knows to do. And a lot of things that he said in the interview about that he's really old school when it comes to business. You know, he doesn't go and just, you know, spends his money uh, without any reason. And the, on the contrary, he's building businesses. He's built up his butcher shop. He's got this farm that he keeps adding acres and acres. He's got this 5,000 acre where he, he, he farms grain. So he has employees. So he has his own seasoning, by the way. So if you're a barbecue head, I'm a barbecue. I, I spent the, the good chunk amount of the afternoon yesterday barbecuing. I love me some barbecue when the, when the time is right. I might buy this, this spice. It's called the Brock Lesnar uh, blend 
by uh, by the Butcher Boys, where he started coming back, and when we everybody started seeing him on social media back uh, in the mid last year. So he seems like he's in a real happy place. But this quote, when he's asked about the current status of like the WWE talent, about the new stars, it was very interesting because he said. What Pat McAfee asks him, what do these young talents need to do to get noticed? He says, quote, get over, figure out how to effing put asses in seats, not worry about your next high spot, figure out how the hell I can be different. How can I make money? End quote. So I think that is very true, especially when I talk to a lot of the old schoolers here locally, uh, locally here in Orlando from that come from that old guard. Uh, and a lot of them say the same things. A lot of this younger generation, they're just so focused on these on these spots, on these high spots, mm-hmm. instead of telling a story like what Brock Lesnar been, has been um, doing perfectly since coming back uh, from summer in SummerSlam. So uh, interesting, very great interview. Jeremy, did you have a chance to check some of this out, too? No, not yet. Um, I had to work, so I, I have not been able to, but I'll definitely try to get it in either before Raw or, or uh, sometime after Raw tonight. Um, yeah, I found it interesting what he said, you know, and, it, and a lot of it applies to a lot of the young guys. A lot of young guys are doing it. You see a guy like Darby Allen. You see a guy like Danhausen. You see a guy like Orange Casty. Uh, not necessarily, uh, especially the last two I mentioned, are not necessarily known for high spots, and but they have made a name for themselves and they've drawn interest and now are in the second biggest wrestling promotion in the nation. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people that a lot of young people that Mm -hmm. have already realized that that's good to see. And it's worth noting that this is a guy who came from sports. Yeah. This is, this isn't, this isn't like an entertainer. This isn't like, you know, Dan Housen was a, was a comedy guy. He got into wrestling uh, and and figured something out. and, And now is riding the wave of that. Brock's been doing that now for 20 plus years, like, like, like 20 plus years. And he's also very legit. If, if Brock wanted to go back into the UFC, he could. He could do it in his 40s. Not many people can do that. He is an exceptional human being. And then on top of that, he really has figured something out, especially in the last 10 years of his career. There's something about the timing of what he does now that seems a little bit more dialed in. He's had so many big matches. The promos from him are so interesting now. Uh, and so you're getting this even deeper level. And he was already the main event guy mm-hmm. then, you know. Um, but I do think he's right. I do think there's a lot of guys who are trepidatious. You you hear this from the older guard of people like you need to step mm-hmm. up and take a risk, even if that means like you're going to buck the system and let the system will buck back and give you something. And we've always heard Vince likes people that challenge him. You can challenge him. I think there's far too many people, not, not saying in wrestling, but in life that are kind of complacent, but talk a big game on social media and, and, and project something, but don't live the thing they project. Brock is what he is. Yeah. That, that like that isn't far like they give you a little bit more lights and music, but mm-hmm. that that's he legitimately is that human that's being. Him. Did that's he him. mention did he mention at all in that interview like his change in personality in, in WWE at all? Did Some he? of it was reflected on, but none of it was really like directly like clarified or anything like that no like reason. there was a lifestyle change or anything like that. Yeah. To me, it just strikes me as a guy who's kind of settled into his lane in his life and knows what he's happy doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and you, you get a little bit older and wiser, you know. I mean, I don't think you should be the that same. Has person. a lot to do with it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I still think a lot of. And it, he's still think... healthy, still very healthy. You know, he had I, that diverticulitis got the that entire keto time. Di- he's got uh, that he, keto he, diet. He's been doing it for eight years, bro. That's kept yeah. him that 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 super healthy. Like I, that. I think. I also think that was what made the the fighting for him so stressful. Is he had a very serious health problem. Well, and I think while I, still fighting in this giant body, you I know? think being paired with 
with Paul Heyman also, Vince just reined him in because he had Paul to do a lot of the talking. And so I, I think at Vince's direction, he just they just reined Brock in. But then, you know, you I think the very first, uh, you know, ever since his comeback, you see him, uh, the personality shining through when he won money in the bank. And I think that's when Vince started opening his eyes. And once there was the split from Paul Heyman, I think Vince, you know, realized the potential of this type of Brock and has just let him run with it. And obviously it's it's been successful. Yeah, uh, Nishad Joali has been with us saying uh, Cowboy Brock Hart. He was still sporting that cowboy hat. He must have a couple of them. Yeah, he sporting. was on uh, – I saw a little uh, screenshot of – There was uh, a very funny moment. He broke a table. He broke the table. They had the microphone set up for him in the studio. What and do? as a radio person and someone who's produced and, like, set up mics and, like, done rigged mics for this He was just of... trying to move the mic closer yeah, to him. And he and just, he's like, just, watch, it's just watch out. Don't break my table. He's like, what, it's... this table? It's just – <laughs> it's like 40 seconds into the interview too it's like 40 seconds into like a half an hour and then he just like puts the table back together and he's like all right you know whatever all right uh, it was funny because it was brock though too he, t- he told yeah. some very uh very funny stories about smashing his brothers through a kitchen table in a china cabinet uh <laughs> so just pretty brock being brock so yeah. uh it, it if you are a fan of brock this will make you be a bigger fan of him Go seek oh, out yeah, this interview. Absolutely. Uh, if you've never listened to Pat McAfee, you just know him from SmackDown. This is a good way to start listening to Pat McAfee. The day after the Super Bowl, guy who played in the Super Bowl has a take on it. Uh, big shout out to Pat McAfee and everything he's done. A true got a good, he's got past. a good radio show there. Great, great. I mean, probably the best sports talk radio show that's out there. You know, yeah. if if you don't if you don't want to know everything, I think he surpassed with... Dan Patrick. Uh, oh wow, that's saying something. That's yeah. saying something there. Uh, let's jump he's into story number money. two. Let's jump into story number two uh, and do remind you once again, those Sports Gear Wrestling Awards are still going on. You can get in there. Also, you can win prizes. Do you guys know this? You can win gaming consoles, merchandise mm-hmm. as well. So uh, definitely do go jump on that. Sportskeeda.com backslash wrestling dash awards. Uh, this is going on here. This is an interesting thing here. Dave Meltzer kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit more over at the, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter about the future of WWE's media standings. This has been the most profitable part of the WWE's business portfolio. Uh, three separate billion-dollar deals signed in the last four or five years totally changed the wrestling market. And part of the bigger deal, the biggest deal they had was the Peacock deal with NBC Universal expanding on the relationship that already has Raw on USA Network. Now, it's worth noting that when you want to watch it next day, streaming rights, those are completely separate rights that are on this Hulu service, which is partially owned by uh, a mixture of ABC, NBC, and Fox. This was the early days of streaming television on demand. Now everyone's kind of going their own way and having their own platform. ABC's consuming a bigger portion of Hulu. They're making it part of their bundle. NBC's kind of moving their properties off of it. To some degree, FX is still on it because those TV shows are kind of owned by Disney. It's this whole different thing. That really sounds confusing if you're not uh, following the media business. So why is this important to wrestling fans? Well, the next day rights for Raw and NXT are on Hulu, all right? And now it looks like those are coming up soon in a separate deal, SmackDown, not a part of this deal. NXT and Raw could be moving over to Peacock, where the WWE Network already is for people in the United States, where a majority of their viewers are, and you would get next day rights on Peacock on the same service as you watch your pay-per-views. I'm all on board for this. I yeah, think this is a great move. I think it makes sense. It, less, it just yeah. makes perfect sense. It less just have hoops to jump through in one place. Yeah, less hoops Hope. to jump through. Yeah, and hopefully they give you the full raw. Hulu only gives you a 90 minute version, so hopefully, uh, hopefully that with all, being on Peacock, and I don't under, mind it though. 
I don't mind the 90 minute yeah. version. I don't True. mind it. I, I'm not, I'm not a, I know that sounds like an awful thing. Oh, more wrestling. No, 90 minutes and get through it. <laughs> get, yeah. I'm big, big, but there's big, also done, done, done. some stuff that people, pro- yeah. people probably want to see it all too, though. Uh, yeah. and wondering why they didn't see you hear about it on raw and they don't air it on that, that 90 minute version or whatever. So I, uh, hopefully they change that up. If, if, uh, if that deal does get indeed moved over to Peacock. And I wonder, your take? It, I wonder also if this is also going to be something that's going to affect the international market to subscribe to the WWE mm-hmm. network. Does that mean that episodes of raw are going to be and NXT are going to be available the mm-hmm. very next day on the WWE network for the international guys? I probably don't not. know. Probably uh, not. I, this, I, is, I, this is probably going to be a U.S. only deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but from a U.S. standpoint, I think this makes perfect sense because you have everything hubbed. Well, not everything for the exception of SmackDown that's available the next day on the Fox app. However, having NXT, having raw, all hubbed up, on the Peacock app, I think that mm-hmm. makes perfect sense because you got your big pay per views there, you got your PLEs on there. Mm-hmm. PLEs, we gotta get start saying that there, don't we? We gotta get used to it. <laughs> uh, I want to know what fans are thinking here. We have, we have people chiming in here in the comments. So I'm gonna get them on screen here as soon as we can. Where's my, where's my comment button here? Uh, people saying uh, that in England it's all on BT Sport, which is true. Uh, BT Sport in the UK has kind of exclusive rights there. I heard some mixed reactions. So when BT Sport took over the WWE uh, account, but I hear people a little bit more better with it. Maybe the, the interface is a little bit better. I've heard less complaints from fans in the UK recently. Uh, Stephen Chambers is the PP uh, are the pay per views, the PLEs, the special events, the the WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, the are premium live events. Are they staying on Peacock? Yes, they are. As far as we are, we know, for several more years, they are staying on that service. Uh, and it's worth noting that internationally, you can still get the WWE Network. Uh, you know, as its own standalone service. So they still have that there quite a bit. Uh, yeah, uh, I want to get your takes before we move into our last sure. story here. Before I'm sorry to cut you off there, Jeremy. Sure. Victor Nass asking, The Rock was great opening the Super Bowl last night. Did you guys pop when he said, finally? <laughs> I thought it was the most transcendent pro wrestling thing I've ever seen. You know, like where it was one thing when like The Wrestler became this big hit movie with Mickey Rourke. But wrestling has always been wrestling is separate from other pop culture. Like it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's obviously it's big. There's a lot of rocks, the big, one of the biggest movie stars in the world, but it's still always just you know, wrestling's you're still the wrestling guy. And you've heard John Cena and you've heard Stone Cold Steve Austin. You heard Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho did a whole web series about this entire premise that he thought he could leave wrestling and become a big actor. And I'm Chris Jericho. Damn it. Or he had a web series about it. It was a whole idea that even though you're a wrestler and you have all these skills and you're a great actor, Hollywood doesn't view you that way. The Rock is completely separate. He is a seismic force of entertainment. He's taken a lot of Vince McMahon playbook moves now with his own production company. He's a player in Hollywood well beyond just being someone on screen and will have a career like that. Now XFL and all these other things. To me, it felt like, wow, this is awesome. And because he was doing a wrestling promo, for football. And if you're somebody who wants to buy ads in the XFL, this guy just sold you on how he can sell football and he knows how to tell a story. And uh, it, this is inner. And if you can find the players and the teams that are comp- competing in the sport is legit. 
I think the rock's a pretty good guy to run your league now yeah. <laughs> in terms of like being like a figurehead of your football. League. I, I saw a lot of people that are not wrestling fans that they weren't a big fan of this. They, I, I saw, and this is media outlets, not people, but like media outlets calling it long winded and things like that. I think some the whole of the non- show is long winded. It starts, <laughs> yeah. starts at 11 central <laughs> started at 11 AM central. This is um, pre, this is long winded. You know how many yeah. ads where they have to like do panning shots yeah. of the, of the midlands and look, these hard-working people finally taking a day off to watch some folks. I thought it was interesting that he's literally on the field as the players are on the field for kickoff. They're basically waiting for him to finish so they can kick the ball off. I thought that was kind of kind of interesting how they did that. That was cool. I think that was that that was awesome. And I loved your tweet, by the way, also, Kevin, when you put up when everybody's watching the Super Bowl and, and you're at the bottom, I'm here looking at, oh, by the way, WrestleMania is going to be there next year. I was <laughs> watching the entire game on NBC and I'm watching the the I'm watching the stadium and all I can see is WrestleMania on TV. Yeah. That's all, all I'm picturing is like, how is WrestleMania going to look at oh, Stadium next year? It's going to be so cool at that joint. I said it at least four or five times until people said, "Like Kevin, you already brought that up like three I can't or four go, times." I, I can't know? go this year, but I'm hoping to go next year. I want to. I want to go to that new stadium and check uh, it out. It, it was also very, very fun. There was a WWE promo for WrestleMania season, which was kind of neat to see. Had the word dynamite in it too. Uh, oh wow! What a little. And it was what a stupendous. What a what a, what a jab. What a jab. They, uh, WWE took. There were so many people I saw that immediately go, I'm going to grab my ass and yell on Twitter really quickly about how much I'm hurt. Is that a jab at us? Is that a jab at uh, W? They're definitely using uh, McAfee's uh, thesaurus there when he was running off those words on SmackDown that one night to uh, to describe WrestleMania. Now they're using his enthusiasm and words and putting it in their promos. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, Magic of video editing. For sure. Uh, halftime show was better than I thought. People saying that as well. Oh uh, man, that halftime show was great. That mm-hmm. Halftime show was legendary. It was my you childhood people, in, uh, in thirteen some, minutes. Yeah, yet so yeah, some people from my age, you know, to enjoy it. Then you got the younger crowd. I thought Kendra killed it too. Uh, the fifty cent <laughs> surprise was was tremendous. I, mm-hmm. I I I I saw a lot of people complaining about it, but they can go yell at clouds, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get this one question here. Jeff put this in. I missed it here. Sup, Kevin and guys. How you feel about the Super Bowl performance? I love it. It was good, but man, I miss those music. The creative. Do you think uh, what is missing from the Super? Something like the Super Bowl in general. Well, I mean, I enjoyed the spectacle of it. You know, and the game is entertaining. If you have a blowout game, hopefully the commercials and and the person that comes out and sings "America mm-hmm. the Beautiful" and national anthem in the halftime show can compensate for that. Yeah, because blowout Super Bowls. Sorry to hear this. Boring. Uh, if yeah, I don't have a team to root yeah. for, I don't care. You oh, know, man, like, exactly. I don't care. Yeah, the final, uh, the final, like what seven games? Yeah, Whew. tremendous. I games. thought it was also too because like the stage set was just a pretty much a lived up version or a small version of like Compton, Southern California. You saw <laughs> yeah. the street intersections. Yeah. You saw yeah. the buildings. So that kind of brought it all back full circle, being that Dre. Uh, and and Snoop, they're all from that area. Yeah. Snoop and Dre produced Eminem and 50 Cent 50 back Cent. in the day. Yep. So And Kendrick Lamar is also from that area. So it all just brought, brought everything full circle. So I thought it was a really uh, a story very well told on the on the Super Bowl halftime show last night. But we got uh, a super chat here, guys. Here we go. Roland Curtis. Always, always, always. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Roland. Man. You're always, always, always doing the super chats. Appreciate it. It's you. great that Brock Lesnar's current run is a dramatic shift from the stereotypical meathead, uh, but he should be able to express himself verbally. 
He attended multiple colleges. He did. Uh, but few have the power to buck the system like Brock. Yeah, he is the exception. He can do what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> he is an exception. He really and he can. can. And, he, and he can do what he wants. And, he, and there's less repercussions for him kind of going off uh, in a way because it's almost entertaining to see that. Like people are, in, what is he going to do? You know, is a compelling part of what he is. And I, I do think that can make things interesting. Can you have that factor added to the road to WrestleMania? We'll find out. Brock yeah. wasn't in Indianapolis. That's why he was on Pat McAfee's show today. Seems like he's going to be on Monday at Raw. They said he was going to be on Raw tonight. So that's worth noting. He's free agent, baby. Yeah, he can, yeah, he can go where he wants. He can go where I, he wants. Yeah, I just really want to know what happened. What clicked? What what made Vince say, give him the keys? I, and I don't know if it was just as simple as taking Paul away or what. But I just, I'm really curious to see where what caused this shift especially in the eyes of vince just i'm just curious i'd love to hear it i want to talk to you about another shift here. let me talk to you there we go there we go you did it or too early we do it at the end chris <laughs> jericho chris jericho's it was the uh big signature signing for all elite wrestling when it launched in late 2019 of course, that brand had many challenges, just like everyone in entertainment and sports did with the pandemic. But one huge part of what has been able to keep that brand powerful is having one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, a part of the brand. And Chris Jericho, a guy who has, like other people, like The Rock, has been able to do so many things outside of wrestling and then still stay very active in it and had very great periodic runs with WWE over the years. He grew frustrated with the WWE system, wanted to do something different outside of it, and then signs with the big rival and really puts them on the map. Now the issue is, is he going to stay with All Elite Wrestling? Is a 51-year-old Chris Jericho, who's still very active in the music world, he's got a big tour coming up with, with Fozzie, still very popular with this podcast, Talk is Jericho. The contract reportedly is coming up soon, and now you know Chris Jericho knows how to play with the system. Just because he's 51 doesn't mean this man doesn't understand the internet. He's been a successful guy on, on, on that as well. As now, it's going online. And reminding Kevin Owens about some unfinished business they have in the WWE. And Kevin Owens is locked into the WWE for a couple more years. Jericho does mm. this all the time on social media, though. Yeah. So uh, this probably tells you he's re-signing with AEW. <laughs> I don't know if he does. Jericho does this all the time. I know, he, I know he does this all the time. And he does uh, the opposite of what he posts. Yeah, so. and he does the opposite of what he posts. Um, but now I think there's so many guys in his position that are going to start doing this. But I could see him maybe pop over one more year and then pop back to AEW. That'd yeah. be kind of cool to see. Oh, you know, I honestly see him retiring and just riding off into the sunset with WWE. That's I, just me. Part of me, I just don't see him ending his career in all the wrestling. I just don't. I, I think there's. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I just, I just think there's a. If he wants to do one big run. Uh, and and end it. I think a WrestleMania is a, play, a place to do that. I don't know if he's close to being done or not either. I no, don't know. I don't know either. And but I also know is he a guy who wants a post in ring career in wrestling? Who knows? For him, it may be a very very different thing. You know, is he a guy who wants to consult? Is he a guy who wants to produce? Is, he's already he got that at AEW. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. so now, does he want to come over to WWE and do that? And would they want him to do that? Like the, that's a whole. Is there room for him to do that? Is there room for him to do that too? Uh, is that's there room the for him and what he does already to do that? Is it something he's compelled to do in the WWE machine? Who knows? Uh, but if I'm WWE and you can do business with Chris Jericho again, you already have him come back over and do the Broken Skull sessions. That was done over text message. That wasn't no contracts were signed. It was done over text messages. Uh, if 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 
Jericho wants to come over to WWE again, you know the door is open for him to do it. You mm-hmm. absolutely know it, and you know they would want to do it. Now, what can All Elite Wrestling do to compel him to want to stay? Obviously, the money's there. The, are, are there stories there? They're going to do something here with the inner circle. He's already done the world title run. He's already made a handful of guys. I'm not saying his time in All Elite Wrestling is done, but what can they do to keep him? If you're Chris Jericho, what can they? What what is out there that they can do to make you want to say, "Hey, you're 51. You can do this. You know, your body's still holding up here." But what can you do to get get me to stay? Because well, WWE's going to make an offer. They're he already has it. He already yeah. has it. He's on yeah. Rampage every week uh, when he's doing commentary. Yeah. commentary. He's broadcaster. He's already, yeah, he's already got what he wants uh, out of uh, po- his post career. It's already set up for him. So that's an incentive for him to resign. Um, Obviously, you got, you know, feuds that there are that have never happened that he can be involved in. And I'm sure guys that he would love to put over. I'm sure there's a whole list of those out there. Um, <laughs> you know, imagine a, a, a Jericho Danhausen feud down the line, how entertaining that would be. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, who else has he, you know, who else has he not feuded with? I mean, he hasn't really hasn't feuded with guys like Ricky Starks. Um you know, because he was a heel to start out with. So some of those, he- there's some heels out there that he hasn't feuded with mm-hmm. that he could do too. There's a lot that's still on the table for him to do there. That's where it almost makes sense if he goes to WWE for a year and then he comes back to AEW. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back for to end his career actually in AEW because that's where he's going to probably do his his post career work at. I think the most the 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 most needle moving thing he can do is just what you laid out. You know, like something like that where he's the guy who finally gets to do what he wants and jump around and really kick it in a for, forbidden door yeah, and be like, all right, well here, um, Tony, I'm going to go have a WrestleMania run with WWE. I'll be back in eight months. Yep. Stay healthy. He could do that. He could do that. He could probably do that. He could probably and, get away and, with that. And, 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 and he'd just, have no complaint. Tony would have no complaints on that. either. Uh, and also this is a WWE that has a completely different look in the business now. Yep. Like where with under Nick Khan, there's a lot more of like the idea of like, no, we can do short run stuff. It's okay. You know, Especially if if they're mid card heavy, and the, the the top card is is kind of thin in terms of people you can say they're top names in the company, right? Uh, Jericho could come in there and be like, yeah, okay, come on, Kevin, I'll get you up to the top card finally. Here we go, you know. And then like that would be interesting. You want to do that after WrestleMania? Wow, that'd be a really fun ride into SummerSlam, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I mean, uh, you got some really interesting th- stuff you can do with him on both sides of the coin. Chris Jericho at fifty one years old is in a very compelling position, isn't he? It's kind of so good for him. Um, Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, and on the heels of that, of one AEW star teasing coming to WWE, we have another free agent that's doing the same thing, teasing to coming over to WWE with one Jay White, who recently crossed the forbidden door into AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was recently on the Strong Style podcast. And he said, quote, I could see myself showing up there either Monday or Friday at this rate. You know, Monday <laughs> Raw, who knows? Maybe I'll be on Dynamite on Wednesday. If you got Thursday on Impact, then I've got Friday on Rampage. And, hey, maybe SmackDown as well. I can see myself at this rate. I can see myself showing up there as well. And then you go Saturday. I'm back on Impact again. And yeah. quote, he's got a so, big, uh, he's got a big uh, pay per view match with uh, Eric Young this Saturday on Impact. So, very compelling statement there by Jay White. I think this is more just him kind. Of, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't call that a non answer, uh, but but I wouldn't call that a definitive answer. But if there's a way time. to bring back Finn Balor, you bring him back oh, with Jay White. Great. Yeah, crowd would lose their shit. <laughs> it's it's worth noting. I've talked to enough people. I know uh, SP3 lost his head and, and, and spun a gasket when I told him that WWE was legitimately talking to New Japan, and he said, "Well, well, 
at first he didn't believe it was a real thing that like, there's no way this is legitimate and then brian danison goes on the record and says it was <laughs> like yeah. yeah that was on the table well, for i think a lot stay. of it i think a lot of it was uh, I, there was a report that new japan was mad that the word got out yeah and that's why they backed out of it yeah and I, and that's how new japan does business they like mm-hmm. to protect their secrets and stuff yep. like that too yeah uh and it's but it's a it's a smaller plane that they play on media wise so they yeah. want to they that's something they would want to reveal and, and have you come in on them just telling you that information they don't so i get that everyone does business a different way wwe would love if it leaked and then you watch you tune into tv and then oh wow yeah <laughs> you know like like yeah the thing i heard about is legit the thing i heard the person i heard was going to show up at the royal rumble did oh wow great you know um so new japan is not that way they you you they disseminate the information and then their their herd passes it on to other uh new japan fans uh so uh, with jay white i i am more i'm more interested to see what he does with AEW. how is he going to be more of a kenta guy where he comes in does maybe one or two big matches and then thank you you know and that's the continuation of the and AEW this is all because relationship. this is all because tony khan screwed up his words and, was, <laughs> and and was why would he say that why and, would he say and, that publicly that's not something you, you don't have to show the cards like that and then because he mentioned airy thought keith lee was a forbidden door but it, he was a free agent so that's, bonus that, bonus I, we went at we went out of that though so. i know we went out of it but i'm also like i don't know if you should be saying that <laughs> you know, like like that oh i just i it was a little cringe sign. it was a little cringe it, it, it was i wouldn't call it cringe but it's also like I, tony i don't think you need to say that like i don't like it's like there's one thing about being a little bit too transparent <laughs> like, like you don't have to tell me everything like he i signed said, this what? major world-class wrestler because of a wording in a tweet um so you know and Tony never tweets. He never he never tweets. So when he does, you know, it's good. We got to pay attention. He never him. talks either. I mean, <laughs> he's so introverted. Uh, it's been a hell of a show. Are you having a good time? Are you enjoying your your uh, post Super Bowl hangover? Did you put on forty pounds like all of us did? Uh, thank you for doing that. If you are watching us, go ahead and hit the like button. It's very, very simple. Uh, for you guys on Facebook, make sure your notifications are on. I know some of you guys are very, very good about this. The notification stuff with Facebook is all through the roof. But here's what you should know. Top story, this show, five days a week. We're likely doing it at 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern, depending on the news cycle of the day. Okay? Sometimes uh, top of the hour instead. Sometimes top of the hour, something really breaks, and we want to jump on it really soon. Uh, so definitely ride with us on that. That's when you should be looking for us. That's when those episodes drop. If you want to watch them on demand the next morning, it's great. A uh, bunch of other stuff on the channel every Monday night. Vince Russo, former writer of Monday Night Raw and Bro. WCW Nitro. Bro. Uh, covers Monday Night Raw. Uh, then on Wednesday nights, we have The Debrief with that man right over there, Jose G. That streams on our AEW Facebook page and our YouTube. All their shows stream on our YouTube. And then on Friday nights after Rampage and SmackDown. SmackDown? How do you say, how do you say it again? Thank you. Uh, we have the legendary Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel joining, joining the program as well. Uh, hot feed there. Uh, Tuesday nights, we also have Unfiltered, which always has wrestling legends of the past doing interviews. We have literally hours of content. We just dropped new interviews with the NXT Tag Team Champions, Mustache Mountain from the BT Sport presser that we just did this past week. Shout out to Philippa. Uh, Philippa. I always mess up that name when I say it out loud. <laughs> Philippa. Uh, over in the UK, he's been covering that. Great stuff over there. So a lot of content on the channel for you guys to check out right now. Uh, and just thank you guys for watching the show. We produce a lot of content. You guys watch a lot of it. We can see the numbers. Thank you very, 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 very. We are very love grateful. Love you guys. Love you guys. Def- definitely love you guys. Uh, give them all a follow, too. Give the boys a follow. Jeremy Bennett on the Twitter machine at JB Huskers. Jose G, very active on the IG. Very active on the Instagram. 
TikTok as well. Are you still doing the TikTok game? You on the t- Absolutely, you on the TikTok? bro. I'm all I'm all about the TikTok game, bro. You know the I'm you know about, the dances. I'm all about doing those challenges and Rusa. You know, was like, was on there. Was was on there shaking his ass with Lana. Stuff like that. Hell yeah, bro. Those are great. The CJ Perry page on yeah. TikTok is awesome. Oh, oh, speaking of Miro, speaking of Miro, Victor Nash just dropped a comment, said that Miro has recently been cleared. So hopefully he makes a comeback here this Wednesday. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. I'm he got really snake bit. To Miro. He got snake yeah. bit in this AEW run. He's had a lot of injuries since he's been there. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Good, good Let's to get out of here, dudes. Let's get out of here. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the support. Hope you guys enjoyed Monday at Raw. We're going to have uh, AJ Styles versus Damian Priest again. That'll be on tonight. And we'll be live after Monday at Raw with Vince Russo, bro. bro. We will be back here tomorrow as we are every weekday with the top story. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what? You have to enjoy it, fellas. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Let me talk to you. Watch out, watch out, watch out.